This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Looking forward to this uh, conversation drawn to the story from uh, the Star Tribune. Still available to you, startribune.com. We're talking about what is taking place at an elementary school in Minneapolis, it's Nellie Stone Johnson Elementary. And we bring in the principal, uh, Kelly Wright. Kelly, like all of our guests, is on the uh, John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Kelly, thanks for your time. Uh, like a lot of elementary schools across the country, middle schools, high schools, you can have kids who are disruptive. <clears throat> and then the debate becomes, what can we do about it? What can we do for the individual students? What can we do for the school itself? And from reading the story, Kelly, it seems like you guys have had a lot of success with this new idea of a sensory room. Okay. I'm sure people have heard of sensory rooms before, but in the case of your elementary school, tell us how the sensory room works as specific as possible and the results which have taken place so far. So it works um, actually better than I thought it might work. Um, The idea actually came to me last year um, as we were ending the school year, and we are looking at our behavior data, and we're looking at a lot of our calls and over 200 calls, and a lot of the calls, we track all of our calls, and we say what they're for, where they're at, and we were looking at them, and a lot of them was just that this kid needs a break you know, or this kid needs a break. And we just kept getting calls like that. Now, last year we did have the sensory room as well, but I didn't have it staffed. So I thought about what if I staff the sensory room and when our students need a break, that will be a place that we can take them to just to get back regulated. And only five to 15 minutes tops. Uh, We don't want them missing a lot of instructional time, but it gives them a chance just to just recalibrate and get back into the learning mode. So when they're in the sensory room for the five to 15 minutes, what is taking place? So what happens is Miss Erin, I have Miss Erin in our sensory room. So some of our... some of our students we have scheduled breaks with because we wanted to be proactive because we learned from last year that these students or these scholars melt down at this certain time. So some of them are scheduled breaks that we have put in place for them because we have noticed certain things. Like, for example, we noticed one of our, one of our um, 
fifth grade students had a, a problem transitioning after recess and would always get into arguments or fights after recess. So Ms. Erin would meet them at the door, take them up to the sensory room, get them back regulated, and then he would join his class five to 15 minutes later. So in the sensory room, they get to do whatever they choose to do in there. So we have a trampoline in there. We have tubs with blocks and sand and, you know, just things to get, you know, walls, push-up walls and, you know, the sensory spaces on the floor. And they can do any of those things in there. So um, when you're talking about Aaron, I see the story um, mentions Aaron Crosby. Is mm-hmm. she talking to the children? Is she just just monitoring them and letting them do their own thing? How does that play out? So she talks to them. She asks them what they want to do. Um, and then sometimes they, they may just talk to her for a few minutes, you yep. know. Um, we have one, um, one of her scholars who were mentioned in the article um, last year. She was out of class almost every single day. Yep. And we gave her scheduled breaks with Miss Erin, and I have not had that problem at all this year. And it's she just has someone who can talk to her, um, you know, because sometimes life gets a little hard for our, our scholars. And they just need, you know, something that's not academic that can give them a little push and just reset them and let them know that they have an adult that cares about them and that they trust. I'm going to read right from the story. Kelly Wright is with us from Nellie Stone John- Johnson Elementary School in Minneapolis. The success they're having this year with the staff and using a sensory room for their elementary school students. You were quoted in the story saying, we have a lot of kids with severe trauma. There was an uptick in that after COVID, and many of our students are in ongoing crisis situations. Without getting too specific, can you elaborate a little bit about that? You know, they just... um you know, COVID was very hard on, on our, not only on our scholars, but just our community, our staff in general. And when I came to the school, it was the year after COVID when we restarted school. And so many of our students just were experiencing and carrying the the trauma from COVID of not having the regular meals like they have, not having the safe space that they have to come to where they're guaranteed, you know, a breakfast and a lunch. They're guaranteed certain schedules and things like that when you come to a school environment versus, you know, at home with COVID. Um, So we saw a lot of trauma um, from our students um, after COVID. Um, And it, it's kind of heartbreaking, right? So you start sure. to say, what can I do? Yes. What can I do to combat this? You know, mental health is one thing, and we have that as well. But there's also just social-emotional learning and how to just re-enculturate back into the school setting that they needed. Okay, and so, so let, let me ask you this, Kelly. So let's say mm-hmm. I have a third grader, okay? Mm-hmm. Third grader is attending your school, and she ends up going in the sensory room. Am I automatically told about that? Am I not told? What, what is the interaction with the parents on on the use of the sensory room? You know, the parents, we, you know, I think I may have mentioned it in one of my newsletters that I have a sensory room that we're using, but, you know, they're, and they're here, so they've probably seen it and heard about it. But, you know, I've built up that trust and we've built up that trust. They trust us to do what's best for their students and their scholars. And that's, you know, that's what we're here to do. Um, I have a Breathe, Balance, and Believe room where we also do yoga calm for our students as well. So I'm trying to get to a lot of the SEL and sensory needs that our students need. So 
you're at an elementary school. Um, yeah. Do you think this would work middle school, high school? Is it you would have to adapt? How, how, how do you think that might play out? I think it could work. I think you might have to adapt some of the activities that are done sure. in the room. Absolutely. But I, yep. I think any, any student could benefit from a trusted adult that cares about them and that is with them and there to see them succeed. So I think it could work at any level. Kelly, I have to tweak it. Yeah, I was intrigued about this. You've added to it. I want to get a little feedback from the audience. Thank you so much and uh, wish you the best with the students. Thank you so much. Thanks for your time. Kelly Wright, principal at Nellie Stone Johnson Elementary. A lot of schools, Dave, have sensory rooms at this point. I think it's notable, though, that once they added Aaron Crosby, that these numbers have dropped precipitously, 200 to 50. That is a dramatic change. Mm -hmm. Bravo. All for it. I guess at that last part, I was surprised a little bit. And if I'm a parent, I think I would want to know. Um, if, like, how about, you know, your kids are in this right now. If your kids, either on a regular basis or an occasional basis, went to a sensory room and it helped maybe a one time or it helped periodically or regularly, would you want to know or do you feel like, hey, my kids are going to school, I took the time to go there to the open house or I didn't go, so I don't need to be updated with this sort of specific information? I would like to know if it was a regular thing, either daily or, you know, a couple times a week. Yeah, yep. I'd like to know if it was a one-off. No, I think I'd be fine to trust the uh, trust the adults, trust yep. the teachers and administrators that they're making the right choice. But, I mean, I look at what what my first grader does, and it's, it's so different than my first grade experience. Yeah. Just looking at the breaks they have scheduled into the day. You know, yeah, they right. have a snack break. Yep, we didn't have a snack break when I was in first grade. You got there in the morning. You got is your, that when you learned to be so frugal that there wasn't a snack break and yeah. you stayed with you. You don't need to buy snacks. Come yeah. on, overrated. <laughs> um, but and believe me, we just eat the school snacks. We don't ever send her with anything of her own. Please, <laughs> of course not. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they, they, they get eighteen a, week old rotisserie chicken occasionally. Mm, 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 mm. They get a snack break late in the morning. <laughs> Which, like I said, I don't remember ever getting a snack break when I was in first grade. You got there, you ate lunch at lunchtime, and you took recess, and then you yep. went through the rest of the day, and that was it. And then she also does things that she calls either movement breaks or brain breaks, mm -hmm. which they must do in in school. Uh, I've never heard of before. She's just started. Hey, can I do a movement break at home? What are you talking about? Yeah, and all right. these things. It's just you know like a YouTube video or something where it's just five minutes, maybe ten minutes at the max of just dancing or you know doing mm -hmm. some stretches so they must do these during the break where they have a long a long stretch of learning whatever the subject they're mm -hmm. doing and yep. hey before we transition over to math everybody out of your chairs let's get some movement in let's get you know get those wiggles out as they say and mm -hmm. again i don't remember doing that other than scheduled gym class in first grade that yeah. was it all right what do people uh think about this i i'm very curious to get your reaction uh i am for i my initial thought is I would want to know. I would I would want to know just quick note in the backpack. 
I don't, I don't, we don't need to have a staff meeting. We don't need to schedule things. Hey, just want to let you know today, uh, my son Dave needed five minutes in the sense room. That's it. Now, if all of a sudden it says we needed to send Dave back to the sense room for a third time, maybe then it's a phone call, maybe it's an email. I would like to get that information. I also get that, by the way, it's up to me to be proactive about what is going on because too often some individuals are detached and all of a sudden you find out something about the school and their comeback is, by the way, we you know, it's on the website. It's included in you know your email communications back and forth the teachers and we have conferences scheduled. We have a couple open houses. You would know this information if you were participant. What is what is your instinct here about in this case an elementary school now with a staff to help kids five minute break, fifteen minute max, sense room we're talking about kindergarten through fifth grade, because to me it makes a lot of sense. Love to hear your thoughts, agreement, disagreement, nuance, add to the conversation. You want to add to it with a phone call, that's fine. You want to add to it with a text, that works also. 651-461-9226. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What do we have here with the Hall & Oates cover? It sounds like ABBA at the beginning. I mean, it's... They also sound like they're a little bit further away from the mic than they should be, or could be. It's, I'm also congested, so it's the Nashville rhythm section. Oh, just the rhythm rhythm section. Just the rhythm section. Yeah, we do have "She's Gone" at some point today, right? Uh, we will have "She's Gone." Yes, it's in the hopper. Okay, by far, clear cut, without a doubt, the best Hall and Oates song. I'm fairly confident you're not going to like the. Uh, the cover I found. Okay. Do you agree with me that without a shred of doubt, She's Gone is the best Hollow Notes song, and it is also one of the 30 greatest, let's go 50 greatest, 
rock and roll pop songs of all time. No. I think you might need to calm down just a little bit there. I love it. Um, Maybe because it happens so often. but <laughs> You go deeper on Hall & Oates than I do. Far deeper. Well, but I also admit they have some songs which are awful. Okay, can we play again the first, the, the kids' version of Man Eater? Okay, yes, this is from, uh, what's the movie again? No Hard Feelings. No Hard Feelings. This is Jennifer Lawrence comes in. To basically deflower the kid and kind of make him a man? Is that the idea? Yes. he's. It's the summer before he goes to college, and he's very much a loner, doesn't get out yeah. of the house, no friends. Yeah. So the parents hire her. Matthew Broderick and is the other, is the mom somebody have known? Or? Did not recognize her. Hillary Clinton, maybe? <laughs> Could be. Yes. Melania? They, they hire her to date. Date. Okay. Their son. And so I bring up Manny here because I think that's an, it's an awful song. I think Hollow Notes have some awful songs. They they well they have one brilliant song. She's gone. I like Rich Girl. Rich Girl and Sarah Smile are fantastic songs. Um but I honestly think this kid's version of Man Eater I like better than theirs. In case you missed it, here we go. So maybe I like it because this is one of the clips I saw where they're at dinner. You know, you saw the whole movie. I think you've inspired me to watch the movie tonight. You should. Hit the Netflix. And she's kind of making fun of him again. And she's daring him, right, to go up there and do this. And she thinks he's just going to fall flat on his face. And all of a sudden it's like, whoa, he's great. And he and, and, and he's in front of a lot of people at this restaurant, right? He kn- if I remember it, right, she right? knows he is a talented musician. Oh, she does. Okay. But that he's also terrified to perform in front yeah. of anybody. Right. He keeps it to himself. You have performance all. issues, so you're going to identify with that. <laughs> Believe me. Yeah. There is no problem there <laughs> that I can tell you. Uh, so, yes, yeah, she's pushing. Come on. Do it. Go. Yeah. Go. Go. Right. Go. And he summons up all his courage and knocks it out of the park. Well, there's something just about that story. Right? And we'll get to the text here on elementary school in a second. Where whatever it might be for all of us, and God knows I have those issues too, where you face some challenge and you're avoiding it and you're avoiding it and you're avoiding it, and then you got no choice. Mm-hmm. And you have to do it. And let's be honest, sometimes we fall flat on our face. More often than not, it's not as bad as we think. And you always should be given credit for trying. Not everybody just smokes it out of the park like this kid did. But, man, all of us should summon that occasionally. And, you know, um, yeah, I mean, I can think of something that I, uh, I tried over and over again this, this past year, and it was absolutely worth it. Did it work out the way I wanted? Mm-mm, not at all. No way. But I'm so glad I tried. You know? 
And it, it was something that I'm glad I did. And we all probably have a little bit of that in us, right? I think so. We all have things that we are dreading doing. Yeah. I, I played piano growing up. Every yeah. year we had the recital. Right. I was nervous every year, but I always found it's kind of like when you get into a pool and you can either tiptoe in or you can just jump in. Yeah. Right? Right. And it's always easier when you jump in because yeah. then you're just in the middle of it and all of a sudden, kind of like when I was you know, be playing a piano recital, I'd be nervous, I'd be nervous. Then you hit those first few notes, first few chords, and it's fine. And it's just, for me, it just washed away and, yeah. okay, we're exactly. good, let's go. Let's uh, all of us. Let's all of us be man eaters this year. I think that's it. Let's just. Oh, here she comes. Yeah. All right. Back Terrible. to the sensory room. Uh, one texture. What in the world is a sensory room? Okay. Um, I knew those texts were coming. I think there's probably a few too. Um, the uh, th- among the top ten texts which annoy me most, and I don't know in particular if this is one. The parents who are a little bit older. And they hear someone, in this case a principal, of an elementary school talking about kids who are facing issues and how they are, (coughs) excuse me, trying to help the kids. And often we'll get a text. Let me go ahead and profile. More often than not from the mom than the dad, my kids never had those issues. I took care of it at home. We didn't have any problem. You know, if you you set the right message – the kids have a chance. If you don't, it's on you. Get off your pompous high horse, I say. Because I have witnessed some of the best parenting ever, and the kid is a complete jackass. And I can think of one story right now of a child I know. I don't know. One parent. F, the other parent, C minus, and the kid's magnificent. So I'm not saying parenting doesn't matter. It matters a lot. Talking about my kids again? Yes, yes. You got the F. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, It matters a lot. Buy in. I, um, man, I had a plan in my life, and I was so convinced of the plan in my life. And all of a sudden, this little boy was going to come into my life, and I I took that plan, and I said, here we go. And uh, tearing up that plan caused me to end up right here at this radio station. Uh, just to be honest, the radio station, I never, ever wanted to work at. And now I love working on this show, okay? So parenting does matter, but the just the looking down, like, oh, parenting is this easy. If you just do it this way, it's this easy. It's not. It's just not. It just isn't. It's not. And, and go ahead. No, keep you jumping. Well, parenting or not, if a kid is having trouble in school and you know that, you know, she described a couple kids that go to the sensory room almost every day because they know at this particular time after lunch and recess or, you know, right around 11 o'clock, whatever it is, this child always has trouble. Yeah. It just happens. To find a way to get around that trouble, not just for the student in in question, but for the teacher that has to deal with those disciplinary issues every day if the kid's acting up in class, and for the other students, the other 20 or 30 that are in that class that have their day 
their learning time then taken away because there's somebody being disruptive? Where's the loss? None. There's just none. And by the way, in this, at this elementary school, 45 of these kids at least are homeless. And by the way, this can happen to a homeless kid. This can happen to the kid who's in Edina, who's living in the McMansion. And by the way, it doesn't mean because uh, some third grader occasionally has to go to the center room, well, they're doomed to failure. You know, a welfare kid, we're going to be picking the guy. The kid might be running one of the most successful companies on the planet in 30 years. We're all different. And again, we have too much of this in our society where unless it happened to me or it happened right in front of my eyes, I don't want to acknowledge it. That's it's so narrow-minded. I just don't know why people keep thinking that way. More texts. It's funny that Dave just said that my kindergartner comes home after Christmas break talking about taking a brain break at home. Yeah, same thing, right? I think uh, parents should know about the existence of the sensory room. Well, one of the main points of the sensory room, reading another text, is building trust with the students. I guess that's a good point too, right? That you don't want to feel like, oh, okay, I'm going to the sensory room. That means mom and dad are going to know, and that means I'm going to have another separate conversation with mom and dad, so... I maybe I'm not even embracing the sense room because somehow I'm going to get trouble mm-hmm. back at home. More text. I think sense room is an excellent idea. The only thing I would disagree with is about is I don't think you should notify the parents. Uh, uh, picking up that same idea. Uh, let's see. Chad, rich girl is pretty close. That she's gone. Eh. It's a, it's really good. I still like uh, other ones. Uh, rich girl is the only all note song I care for. Uh, I genuinely have no idea what it is. I don't have kids. That's maybe from the first text or didn't know what the century room was. All right, let's pause. Should we pause right here? I think it's a good point. Or should we just skip commercials the rest of the way and just give them all to, you know, Mr. Mr. Courtside? I'd like to be paid whatever I can be paid to be here. That's a good idea. Let's pause. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Okay, I would say, without a doubt, the topic we pursued the most on this show where we had no success except on days where we had too many guests was Ozempic, Wagovi, the whole weight loss drug thing. I mean, how many times did we try? 15 days where I said, okay, let's try again. Let's try to get a doctor on Mayo, Cleveland Clinic, Johns Hopkins, Fred's Hopkins, Martha's Hopkins, Andre Hopkins, Andre Hopkins, 
Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins, Bernard Hopkins, <laughs> somebody who lives in Hopkins, you know, I mean, just anybody. And you'd be like, I try. I tried like nine people. Then it'd be a day like Friday when we're booked with guests. Yeah, I got two doctors. I'm like, we have no segments available. But this part comes up again, and this is the the part I think a lot of us have wondered, and I would really appreciate a little listener participation on this one. Because I'm reading story after story about this, where in this case it's women, but it's men also. It's not. I've seen nothing to suggest it's gender only. But guess what? They stopped taking Ozempic and the, and the other drugs, and guess what happens? Boom. Balloon back up. The weight comes back. And for a lot of people, it not only comes back, but... You're even heavier. So what do you do? The These pills skyrocketed last year. I mean, we had one of our lists, didn't we, where we said stories of the year in the United States of America. Probably Trump won just because Trump's a story every day, right? Okay. Take Taylor down a notch. Good luck. Taylor two. I, I was debating. The Swifties are already mad. At yeah, you. and I'm Team Swifty. I just said it my prediction for 2024. Taylor and Travis will be engaged. So I'm all in. I'm all. By the way, you had to push them. They're gonna get married. I'm like, those calm down, calm down. I want to see how far you're willing to go. Then the third the biggest story I think was weight loss drugs. How many people do you know? taken how many people do you know taken are you one of them who's taken and did we have 10 15 20 years of research on these drugs at least that publicly was discussed we had some research but not the masses because there are millions and millions i mean oprah middle last year said no Late in the year, she admitted I did it. Chuck Barkley, very visible. Tons of people, tons of people who act like they're not on it, but we know they're on it. So what do you do? Do you just take it in perpetuity? If you're not willing to change your habits along with it, I guess you have to, right? I mean, I assume that's the problem. People took the drugs didn't do enough to change their own diet or exercise habits, both? Well, that's the question because I've read conflicting stories where some have said, okay, guess what? I gave up Ozempic. I committed to even more exercise, and the weight still came back. Because I'm committing to the diet, too. Fair. Everybody knows you can work out all day, but if you eat like trash. It's fair. It's fair. I did did see something. We also know, listen— Obesity is an enormous issue in this country, I guess pun intended. And we tippy-toe around it way too much, including doctors. Come on, stop. Doctors need to – doctors are incredibly difficult. Um, They have such jobs of such import. And by the way, like every job, some are brilliant, some are okay, right? Um, But you need to be told the truth if – Weight, cholesterol, pre-diabetic, whatever it might be. It can't 
You can't go to the doctor and just have them be the one friend you want only tells you the positive. We also know that some people, seemingly their metabolism is something they can eat crap after crap after crap. They don't do anything another person. They don't eat much. They work out. I know somebody well, and she is like, what the hell can I do? And still gains weight. And she hates it. Absolutely hates it. And there's obviously way more to life than just your physical uh, appearance. But, man, to have fitness, to have some level of that, to potentially enjoy your life more now, to potentially live longer, all these things, it's, it's something out there. We can have the debate on costs. But what, if you're willing to share, if you're on one of these pills, what are you thinking at this point? Because there's also a massive cost issue. This story talks about where at first, well, manufacturer's coupon. Is it Wegovi? Is that how we say that one again? Yeah, Wegovi. Okay. Wegovi, Wegovi, you're right. Okay, $25 a month. Had it for a while. Guess what? The coupon. Boom. Done. Man, when you get one of those coupons, that's great. Mm-hmm. Find out a coupon ends. Not great. <laughs> Pharmacist told this woman now she had to pay $1,400 a month out of pocket. Now, not all of us are making Dave Harrigan money. So Believe me, most of you are doing much, much, much better. <laughs> much better. That's crushing. So what do you do? So I would love if people through text or phone calls are willing to share if this has helped you. What? How far are you willing to go? Are you willing to just keep taking the pills and worry there aren't other implications? Because there have been some other implications that have been potentially positive. Mm-hmm. Other side effects they didn't realize. But if you're healthier, you're feeling better about yourself, you want to keep that going, right? Well, if it goes from 25 bucks to $1,400... That's narrowing the list of people who can do that. But for a lot of people, they're like, I don't want to go back to that. And then do they want to make the other changes? Because there are a lot of people who just admit, you know what? I've changed nothing. I eat, you know, uh, it's it's suppressed my appetite to some level, but I don't exercise anymore. I still drink, whatever it might be. What do you do? Six Five one four six one nine two two six. Even if you're not in that category, what would you do if all of a sudden you drop the thirty pounds you're trying to lose, and your pharmacy and your insurance covered it, but now you find out no? How fearful are you? Do you care? You're fine going back to it? Do you try to get some of them the black market ones? What would you do? 651-461-9226. This sounds good. I like this one. Linda's construction time check is uh, 54 past 1. It's time to get a complimentary heat map analysis with your insulation estimate. So we're talking about all the weight loss drugs, which um, was the pharmaceutical story of last year. Not even close, right? Vaccines the year before. I mean, I'm chipped up. I mean, they monitor me everywhere. I, I, you know, the sheep led me to the 
the the chip I just can't stop, you know. I can't stop following. I just wish I would have followed that uh, great philosopher Aaron Rodgers, just in case you're wondering if I'm Team Kimmel or Team Rodgers. I'm Team Kimmel a million percent. I think you're with me, right? <laughs> in the battle of wits, I will take Team Kimmel. Well, yes. it's not even in wits that Aaron Rodgers thinks it's funny because there's some stupid, unproven website that his boy Bakhtiari is tweeting out suggesting Jimmy Kimmel was on the Epstein logs and think it's just funny to casually toss that out. To a Can, national audience? To a national audience about pedophilia. And I get that Jimmy Kimmel is a comedian and goes after people. Pedophilia jokes? Jimmy Kimmel in 2023-2024 is just picking out people off something completely unproven and making pedophilia jokes? No, he's not. No. Not even close. And and A-Rodge, smug as can be, with McAfee, who I think is unbelievably talented, lapping it up. The fact that they work for the same company is rather interesting. Bob Iger, your move. Mm-hmm. Right? ESPN, no comment. ESPN, Bob Iger runs you. Let's see what Bob Iger has to say. So on the, on the weight loss situation here. Uh, let's see. I take Ozempic for diabetes. Reading all your texts here. My daughter was on uh, one of them. Three hours later, she couldn't stop uh, throwing up in the hospital for three days. Let me be clear. It was prescribed for weight loss. What time are we getting out, by the way? In about one minute and ten seconds. How about, how about let's take it a little further. Oh. Let's take it to 58. Uh, 50. 58.50. Uh, Chad, this may bring on the next series of big lawsuits against Big Pharma. Maybe. I don't know yet. I'm a type 2 diabetic for five years. I eat nothing but healthy food and walk three to four miles a day. I cannot lose weight. I will take Ozempic. Those are the stories, David, where, yeah, there are people just sit on their couch all day, eat crap, and wonder, geez, why am I heavy? Well, you're dope. Okay. There are others who do the right things. And look at others who don't exercise. You're like, this. it's it's not fair. So I don't fault somebody for, for, for being very tempted by these drugs. Do you? No, I don't. I don't fault anybody for using them if they feel like that's the right choice for them. But, man, the, the example you gave from 25 bucks a month to 1400 Buckle up, baby. I mean, to quote the, Greg Har- uh, the, quote the great Kevin Harlan, buckle up, baby. Uh, Chad, I started Ozempic about a year ago. I had to pay $1,200 out of pocket, but then reached my deductible. So I have to pay it for the uh, rest of the year. I've lost 30 pounds, dramatically reduced my daily blood sugars. But I have pretty severe nausea three to four days a week. Mm. Man. Um, more. The Ozempic, just using the appetite suppressant at this point, also I've been living with the fear of not knowing what the long-term effects of Ozempic might be. Yeah, there's there's a lot. Texts are saying Ozempic doesn't work if you don't change your habits. Man, I know some people in my life who've changed nothing, and they've lost a lot of weight. So it is uh, it's tempting. But, man, when you see these stories about people, once they stop and they gain all that weight back, that's also a, a harbinger of concern. Congressman Dean Phillips, 235, right here on WCCO. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 